Thank you for joining me on this journey. Welcome to episode three of Remembering Our Way Home. Our featured guest this week is New Orleans native Miss Deidre Alexander, mother, daughter, and samba dance extraordinaire. Deidre will share with us this week the journey of how her ancestors danced their way into her heart and ultimately transformed her life. Welcome to Remembering Our Way Home, a weekly podcast to inspire, enlighten, and empower listeners via personal testimonies, discussions, and interviews with featured individuals who have embraced the transformational and ancient practice of ancestral veneration. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak with you this morning, to use some of your time to talk about something that's really important. This new platform is Remembering Our Way Home, and it's basically a platform that helps people to understand and become more aware of the practice of ancestral veneration. My first question, Deidre, what comes to your thoughts when someone asks you about your ancestors? What does that mean to you? What does that word mean to you? Um, to me, it, it means a few things. It means guidance, like they're guiding me, uh, comforting me, protecting me, um, being able just to be in their presence and not to, to see them as me, but not that they are my ancestors. Um, so I guess for me, it would be like becoming one and just, you know, just the reassurance that they are there. Okay. How has developing a relationship with your ancestors guided you on your life journey? Um, I can use moving back to New Orleans (laughs) as an example. Um, I'm always, of course, as you know, on the go, ripping and running. Uh, but I felt, first of all, I never wanted to come back here mm. uh, because of, um, my, my past. And, um, so me coming here, it, it all, it may, it's, it's like a test, um, and things that is presented to me are things that I thought that I left behind, <laughs> But it keeps resurfacing. So it's like, how do you deal with that hands on, you know, head on? And I feel like that was my test for them to bring me back as a new person, not as the person who I was. And the things that I have learned on my journey and how will I instill that in who I am today with those issues from the past. Mm -hmm. It has been a very humbling experience. And it's just amazing to see people from your past and, you know, family members and everything. And they remember who you were mm. and you're like, I'm not that person, but it's all according to what you're going to give energy to. Mm-hmm. So um, I just feel like my ancestors has really guided me, um, you know, like a slap on the wrist, like, no, we're not doing that. No, we're going to do this. No, this, no, that. And being able to be aware of pictures what I choose to be a part of and what I choose not to be a part of so um yeah it's just been like a real humbling experience at first I hated it I'm like why am I being faced with this again why do I have to deal 
is why do I have to deal with that? But I, I learned that it was just a lesson just to see if you learned your lesson. Wow. You know. Well, how did you, how did you, how did you um, become involved or how did you become aware of actually, you know, developing a relationship with your ancestor? What happened was I was always, I always felt like I was searching for um, something, but just never knew what it was. And when I was in Kansas, I was like really, really heavy into church. And it wasn't because of that I wanted to be in heavy into church, even though I grew up um, Baptist and everything, but it still wasn't to the extent of what I experienced in Kansas when I was married. And um, once I separated and moved to Texas, I, I kept saying like, yeah, I know there's a God, I know this, I know that, but something is, is like more. So I got to the point where I wanted to learn how to meditate, how to tap in and meditate or whatever. And I didn't know what I was doing at first. Well, I thought I didn't know what I was doing. And um, I just remember constantly saying, like, show me who you are. Show me everything. Whatever I need to know, show it to me. And I need it written as if it was um, like I'm a kindergarten on the board to be brought to my attention. And once I said that, like things, I started noticing things that was happening. And so then I wanted to get a little more involved into it. And um, I just started reaching out to different people that kind of came into my life um, at that time. And they were um, on a spiritual journey as well. And so we would kind of share different things or whatever. And um, that's kind of how it started for me. I see. What are some of the blessings, magic, and miracles you have witnessed in your life as a result of developing a relationship with your ancestors? I mean, how do you know this is real? Like, you know, <laughs> like how you know this is not simply your imagination? Well, I could use my daughter as one example. Um, I've always suffered with uh, fibroids. Um, when I first found out that I had fibroids, I think I was 17, 15 or 17, and I had, um, I think four at the time. And you know how they tell you, if it doesn't bother you, you're okay. You, you take it or whatever. And it wasn't bothering me at first. And then as time went on and I started getting older, um, I started receiving more fibroids. After Hurricane Katrina, I got pregnant with my son and um i i lost my son but i believe it was due to the fibroid stress and a whole bunch of other things that i was going through um so at that moment i was kind of shocked that i was pregnant because the doctors here in new orleans have always told me that you know i'm gonna have a tough time getting pregnant i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna have complications because of the fibroids so i felt like um my son was taken away from me because of the lifestyle that I was cho choosing to live. You know, I was a little younger and I wanted to party and all this other kind of stuff. And um, once I got pregnant with my daughter, I later on, I was kind of shocked that I was pregnant with her. And this is the magic of it. I remember being at her, her uncle's house, her great uncle, and I asked for a sandwich and I don't really eat sandwiches and I wanted mayonnaise on the sandwich and anybody know me, I hate mayonnaise. 
And I sat there and I ate the sandwich and I was like, that's kind of strange. But then when we went home um, and I got in the bed, my head was on the pillow as if gravity or somebody put the hand on my head and I'm still awake, but I can't lift my head. And um, I started to freak out at first. And then I said, well, I'm going to lay here for a second and see, you know, like if you just lay there, like if I lay here for a second, then maybe eventually I'll be able to pick my head up. And while I lay there, I heard a heartbeat. Ooh. And I heard her heartbeat. And then I said, well, that's my heart. And then I heard my heart beating with her heart. Ooh. And at that moment, I was like, okay, I'm pregnant. And once I said I'm pregnant, I was able to release my head. So I felt like that was my first magical moment with um, the ancestors. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I, I could get pregnant again, you know, because of the fibroids. I was like, I can't get pregnant. <laughs> wow. I have done all the things in my life, you know. <laughs> you know, when you have a boy, you in love, and yeah. you're like, shoot up the club or whatever and you're not getting pregnant <laughs> right. oh, wow. yeah. so, so you see a connection with you know with with um pregnancy and the ancestors you see that you see that as a strong connection yes i see that very strong connection and some life lessons in there as well i see so, yeah um yeah. Hmm. uh my next question is um do you notice any do you notice a difference in your family dynamics and or relationships as a result of your um of your cultivating your relationship with your ancestors uh yes um uh, my family i have catholics and baptists in my family um i have an uncle that's a priest mm -hmm. uh, and you know um when they do come over and they see crystals and um you know like a little alto or whatever and they're like so what are you a witch i'm like are you a witch <laughs> so um I, <laughs> I don't really go into details of it but it's like a aha moment or eyebrow <laughs> you know you raise your eyebrow like what is she into yeah. um as far as my immediate immediate family like my mother um I know she's a very spiritual person and she sees a lot of things, but she's, you know, not to the point where she's wanting to deal with it, you know, but she's been more so the, the one that doesn't judge. Okay. Um, she doesn't judge. She does understand. Um, you know, she might ask me a few questions, but it's never something like she's frightened, you know, like she's in fear or whatever. It's just more out of curiosity, but she kind of knows some things herself as well. So, but I mean, um, have you seen your family become closer? Like, do you see you, do you see you having stronger relationships with the family? Like, family visiting more often, or um, actually, um, since I moved in this house, I can't keep them away. Wow! <laughs> wow! I, yeah, when I was in the east, I couldn't get them to come over. Which I don't ask them to come over now. But um, now my house is, you know, more peaceful and bright and, and lovely atmosphere or whatever um so they all you know they come over quite often <laughs> quite often and i have to tell them i'm not ayana van zandt because they like to tell me story what they're going through this and this and i'm like i am not 
I haven't said. Wow. So, like, we could talk a little bit, but I, you know, I got to have my own things going on. So, I'm them that takes on other people's yeah. problems. And I try to solve them. And I, so, no. That is amazing. That is amazing how how the ancestors, you know, use us and, and that that sounds like a, a that sounds like a, a, a blessing right there. Just having more family, you know, that that right there is, you know, kind of symbolic to the ancestors, you know, just having all that family energy, you know, rushing mm-hmm. to your space. That's a blessing. So is there, um, is there, are there any, so you said, you mentioned, I heard you mentioned that you do have sacred space in your home. Um, mm-hmm. What kind of things do you do for your ancestors, like on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Last night, I put out some um, pound cake. I didn't put some what? I put out some pound cake last night. Uh, yeah, I put out some pound cake and, you know, I give it back to the earth, you know. Um, when I'm ready to take it off, um, sometimes I might burn, um, I bought some ancestral money, um, from this store off of St. Claude. So sometimes I might burn money for, um, of course, write out my gratitude and those ancestors that I can remember, I reflect on the memories that we had together. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of call it my time traveling time, um, to kind of be with them you know just the the memory of being with them and um i dance i dance a lot and i was telling a friend of mine i noticed when i do particular songs Mm -hmm. i can almost feel as if they are dancing with me and um i know i'm going through a releasing um moment when i do this particular song and particular dance moves um and it kind of almost felt like an initiation to me when i'm um dancing so like one song i'll give you an example is uh Chardé's um cherish and you said Chardé? Chardé's uh cherish today nice. and i can just go around in a circle doing different hand motions and whatever else i'm doing and i can feel the presence of people behind me wow. um spirits behind me while I'm going through the circle part and when I you know put my hands up it's almost that I'm releasing Mm -hmm. so I'm releasing whatever negativity or whatever and then when I'm pulling back in I'm receiving positive energy or whatever so Mm -hmm. I know at that moment that they are here and I always um well you know I'm I'm a dancer that's just what I do but um there's always always that moment where I feel like I have a crowd of people around me and they just cheer me wow. like they're just you know and they're loving it and it's, it's just it's just a good feeling so um that is one of I, I guess I would say my ritual for them but um it just kind of comes to me and I just do it that's beautiful I love that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's as you mentioned the part of you know releasing and taking in it's that ebb and flow of life and and it reminds me of how when we breathe we're you know we're breathing in you know the power and love of god and releasing everything else you know it's it's all that all with you know that oneness so right is there a film or or a song you made me think about that with you know with what you just mentioned with you know the cherish today song 
But is there a film or a song that also reminds you of your ancestors that is special, that may be special to you? I would say Color Purple. Really? I, I definitely would say that. Um, yeah, Color Purple is kind of like my life story a little bit. <laughs> but um, I would definitely say Color Purple. Oh. And um, as far as my songs, um, as, as I said, Sade, Cherish the Day. Um, uh, another song that really gets to me is by Yolanda Ab, um, In the Midst of It All. Um, and then my grandmother wrote a song. She's, uh, her song is called See So Much. And Easter was like always her favorite time of the year. So uh, every Easter, uh, that song is being played in my head. Oh, wow. Um, but I would sing it out for her because I feel like that's what she wants. Okay. And my last question. Um, wow. So powerful, Deidre. Um, so what, what, what would you say to inspire or encourage others who are interested in cultivating their own spiritual relationship with their ancestors? I would say to um, try your hardest to quiet down your mind. Um, and one way of doing it is writing out whatever your thoughts are that come to your mind. Mm -hmm. um, so just try to quiet it down and, and just listen. Just, just listen. Um, your ancestors are always around you. Um, so they might have a message for you or they might have something that symbolizes whatever they are trying to get across to you. So just to quiet down your mind, like basically come out of you. Mm -hmm. So consumed in you and just get some quiet time, like acknowledge the thoughts that come, you know, you can write them out like, okay, yeah, I, I know I might want you know, not for me, but if somebody's like, yeah, I know I want some Popeye's chicken or whatever, but that's not what I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> but, Thank you so much. Any any closing thoughts or anything else you might just want to add? Thank you so much mm -hmm. for your wisdom. <laughs> just always just always be aware that they're always there. They are always there. <laughs> and it will show you who you are. <laughs> As you can see, opening your heart to your ancestors can be very fulfilling. In a time where we are being encouraged to isolate ourselves from our families, our extended families, and communities, we have the opportunity to develop and strengthen our spiritual relationship with our loved ones on the other side. They will guide you, they will safeguard you, and Keep you surrounded in love. This week's first scripted wisdom is from the book Spirit Hacking, author Shaman Doric. Loneliness and isolation are contributing to epidemic bouts of depression, 
opioid addiction, and suicide in America. While it's true that the system is doing its part to separate humans, another reason people are feeling so alone and so forsaken is because they have no connection to their ancestors. It's not bad enough that people are walking away from their own living, breathing mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, cousins, and children because they don't want to deal with the challenges their families trigger, but that people also aren't connecting with their entire ancestral lines like on any level whatsoever. Well, it's no wonder they're freaking out. Oprah Winfrey, I've learned to rely on the strength I've inherited from all those who've come before me, the grandmothers, sisters, aunts, and brothers who were tested with unimaginable hardships and still survived. I go forth alone and stand as 10,000, Maya Angelou proclaimed in her poem, Our Grandmothers. When I move through the world, I bring all my history with me. All the people who paved the way for me are a part of who I am. <laughs>